Mouth Breather. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mouth Breather Podcast. The Mouth Breather Podcast. My name is Pat Egan. My name is Jimmy Egan. And we're on, uh, what is it, Jimmy, episode 12? Yeah, episode 12, my man. That's a, not a baker's dozen, that's just a dozen. Well, this would be, we, we make the same joke around 12, like, for this is our third time making a baker's dozen joke. Oh. It's all right. So anyway, we a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a very special guest today. It's uh, our good friend uh, and rock guitarist from Rookie, Dimitri Panasutos. There Nailed it is. that Nailed fucking it. last name, dude. <laughs> Woo! Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. It's always really nerve wracking whenever someone comes on. We're like, wait, how do they? How do we pronounce their name? Dude, it sucks. We like typed it into Google, and like even Google is just like, I don't know. And then we're like, fuck, yeah. you know. Honestly, I forget sometimes. So. <laughs> Spell your last name. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, P. Um, Opolis. Opolis. <laughs> now, when you were a kid, was it like... Uh, so, when, okay, for an example, I was to say, does anybody ever... Would, would anybody ever pick on your name a little bit? Like, people dissected my name. My parents were like, oh, nobody's going to pick on Pat Egan. And people were so mean. They called me, like, Fatrick. Uh Fat Egan. Um, See, like, that sucks. It was rough. I feel like... And we had, like, a dumb four-letter Irish last name. It's very simple. Just like us. But, um... Jeez. <laughs> I mean, part of me thinks the reason why I was named after my dad is because my dad never really... I mean, my dad was named Jamie, though. Oh, sorry. He was called Jamie for, like, a hot minute. And oh. by the... every my Our parents are, are two out of... 12, 11, 12, 11, Jesus. 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but uh, so like besides Jamie, Jim is hard to make fun of. It's like you can't really do much with Jim. It's like, hey, what's up, Jungle Jim? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> let the children play on me. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, um. But dude, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is gonna no, be no, it's good. I appreciate you coming through. Um, I know, like I said, Dimitri's in a band called Rookie, really awesome rock band uh, from you. Chicago. Just put out their self-titled uh, first record out with his Bloodshot Records. Yes, Bloodshot. That's awesome, man. It's so cool. Uh, unfortunately, though, you guys had to like cancel all your stuff due to COVID. Oh yeah, everything. We were. Uh, let's see. We. We were on a run with Twin Peaks in the middle of that run. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were driving from Kentucky to Pittsburgh. We got to Pittsburgh about 15 minutes away from the gig and then uh, got the call that the show was canceled. That was kind of like day zero of everything. We went back home and then haven't played a show since. That fucking <laughs> sucks. Yeah, it's pretty. It was not fun. Because like, at least if you got to play the show and like then they're like, hey, this is it. You get to have like the satisfaction of like, oh, well. We got to play like one more show, you know, but, but you guys didn't. I, am I just rubbing salt in the wound? Right now? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. The responsible thing. It just sucks, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'd rather n- not play and you know risk. Like, what if someone got sick at our shows or multiple that people? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want that liability on me. So, I've. It sucks that it all happened, but it happened for a reason. You know, yeah. for sure. I found out that people like uh, are throwing what are called uh, COVID parties. COVID parties? COVID parties, apparently. Like, my, my buddy told me. Um, it w- I want to touch on, by the way, just because um, he told me right before the Marble League. And mm. uh, so uh, I was we were chilling in my backyard and um, six feet apart, of course. And uh, he was uh, telling me that, like, people 
like they they throw in like twenty bucks to enter in the party, and then um, they all uh, they all party with each other. They know at least one person in that party has corona, and then the first person who gets tested for corona after the party gets all the money. Dude, that's dumb. I know that is insane. That that's is, that's wow. like that's not like insane. Like oh, dude, that trick you just did, <laughs> insane. Like no, like. <laughs> It's like that's that's fucking so stupid. Jeez. <laughs> so the first person to test, the first person to get corona first, gets the money, apparently. Well, why is that? That doesn't seem like ch- a challenge. Not that I'm advocating it. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's like a wouldn't race. it be like the last person to like I'm gonna hold out the longest? Like Survivor kind of. Like Survivor. <laughs> I don't know. And if somebody is there at the party, isn't it probably accurate that you're gonna get coronavirus? Well, yeah, no, it's yeah. That's, so why is it? So it's a race to get tested. It just seems dumb. It's it seems a, like a dumb rule. It's not a race to get tested, but like whoever gets corona first. No, that's not what you said. That is what I said. That's you exactly said whoever what gets it, tested first gets whoever gets whoever gets tested and gets tested positive for uh, yes, Corona that's first. Our, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's still dumb. <laughs> it, no, yeah, it's super dumb. It's 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 wacky, you know. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna let social Darwinism just take the take. I'm gonna get off my horse. I'm gonna have Charles Darwin just get on and be like, "All right, you are." You're gonna you're gonna trailblaze this motherfucker, you know. <laughs> like we're just gonna see what you can do, and uh, hopefully uh, it all pans out. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri, what have you? Uh, What's up, brother? What have, what have you been doing, like, uh, in the time of quarantine? Like, have you been able to like write so- like write songs with the band, or you just have most of you guys kind of just stayed stayed at home? So and- uh, for the first few months i guess we were uh definitely all in our own homes uh you know joe and max lived together uh but then i think even max went back to his parents house up north so we were all separated uh and we just demoed you know we all that's kind of the nice thing about digital recordings is that you know we can play to a click send it around hey can you do drums on this can you do guitar can you sing on this you keep Uh, busy Exactly. We were staying busy, so we probably got like 20, 25 new, new demos, I'd say, Woo! like from all that stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. That's fucking awesome. So yeah, we were like trying to be productive, and that was the one, uh, you know, really the only thing we could do is just write music. We can't play shows. You can't tour. So what's the other thing you can do is try to promote your record and write new songs for the next record. You know? Yeah, we're so. kind of in a similar space. We didn't do... I would send voice memos most of the time just to get ideas circulating, and then we would... In like May, we finally kind of—is everybody feeling good? Everybody's like tested and okay, so we would finally like just once a week get together and and play in my garage. No, totally. And we started kind of doing that too—just these social distance. It was a long time. It was like, yeah, it was a while, and I was very rusty. Even like you play guitar every day, but if you don't play with a band every day, it's really different. You know, it is different. Yeah. So definitely, man. I agree. <laughs> um, no, like I even thought about this the other day while I was on break. Uh, I haven't jammed with like a full band in, I think, years. It's What's, been what I liked about the the Hearts gigs, like the open mics. Like going open mics is just if you're not in a band, it's an opportunity to play with people, even if it's like a three chord song. It's like yeah. 
I'm a total core jockey, like 1,000%. <laughs> That's like, awesome. <laughs> you'll never catch me shredding. But like, but damn, that G chord sounds pretty nice. It's, it's a good one. That's why everyone plays it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I also play the 12 string because it gives me an excuse not to shred because I'm just kind of like, oh, it's a 12 string. I can't do that. Like, <laughs> stop. But um, I've been practicing banjo a lot lately. So like, even like this morning, I, I wonder what my neighbors think. Like, I really do. What's going on over like, there? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just enter in. There's, like, a bunch of hay, and there's, like, a cow in the corner. <laughs> I, I only have overalls on. You know? I'm like, oh howdy. God. Straw hat. Yeah. And because uh, I'll I'll wake up feel, in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. And then I will, uh, of course. And uh, <laughs> just to make sure, because, like, I always want to practice on my days off, you sure. know, for like, at least, like, an hour. So that's. I'll normally like make breakfast and then I'll practice, you know, just so I can not not get it out of the way because I just know me. Once I start doing my day, you'll never touch it. I'll though. never touch yeah, it, yeah. you know, and like and then like a very vicious cycle happens. It's so easy not to practice. Like I can think of one thousand things to do rather than not practice, and they all sound like Satan's like here. Have some of these delicious things, you know, and then I'm just like I just want to practice banjo, Satan. Like what the fuck, you know. Am I getting through to you? Uh, I it's like really <laughs> easy for me to pick up a guitar and just play for an hour. No, yeah, but like I'm also not like that good at banjo yet, so it's true. hard. It's true, hard to true, practice true. something that like you're in the beginning stages of. Totally. You know? Yeah. I usually just pick a song and I try to learn. Like I've been playing a lot of piano. Oh, nice. In quarantine, so I would pick like a song like uh, "Where You Lead" by Carol King was a cool chordy like weird song and playing it on piano it's like you just kind of see it differently and hear it differently and it's like all right i suck but i'm just gonna work on this one part of this one song and it's like the first 15 minutes of the song out of two minutes and yeah. it's like oh my god i got the first 15 seconds I just <laughs> look gotta... at me it's like i don't know that's how you do it yeah you know? hey, uh, yeah that's awesome though dude like i when when you show me like all the stuff you're doing, like on the on the little keyboard, it's funny because like Pat's keyboard is like, how big is it? I bought a mini keyboard back in February. I was working this terrible job uh, for this trucking company, and I was getting paid a lot, but I was paying off a lot of like debt and bills. That's why I took the job. It was two months. It was ridiculous hours. But I was like, all right, I'm. But good tr- money though. Oh, totally good money. But okay. I wasn't seeing any of it because I would just like give it to credit card the debt collectors student loans you know so i was like okay i'm gonna treat myself once this week and i went on sweetwater and i bought like a i would say it's like probably this big keyboard like it's that's probably, about a foot for you guys at home it's like a subway <laughs> sandwich in, 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 in podcast world yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry nobody's looking at us um but yeah it was cool and it's like a organ basically it's got five settings that's awesome it's dope so sometimes I put it on top of the piano and I think I'm good and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you just you just talked about like paying off bills and shit. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I think people tend to forget this. Back in the day, do you guys remember like that was that used to be someone's job was to go to your home and be like, hey, like your bill is due, like like that like the actual debt collector, and like you, can you imagine like doing that for eight hours. Can you imagine like, getting called like four times a day? Imagine being a bookie. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, <laughs> it's oh like my that. god, what a miserable job! Like, yeah. if you fuck up, you are fucking up. Yeah, yeah. Like, bad. You know. You know. You mentioned bookie. So when I was in high school, we had like this thing. Oh my god, it was called. Uh, I think it was called like 
it wasn't like Big Brother. It was like basically once a month or like once every two weeks, they would bring us into this room during our homeroom and they would talk to us about problems in the world, such as like, you know, because we're growing boys, like about tobacco or drinking. And one of them was gambling because like, I guess now not my time there. I never knew anybody, but like 10 years prior, like the in the aughts, like the mid 2000s, like there was a big gambling problem at the high school I went to like bookies and shit and people would like like 15 or 16 year olds would get in like these crazy like they would owe so much money I'm not surprised at all like like I knew a bunch of kids like that in high school so did you really so you knew kids that like not like uh I, I'd like to think of like what kind of betting they were doing back then because like if I had to guess anything it'd probably be the football teams and shit like doing like I bet you this much that Beep is going to win against... Oh, sorry. Beep is going to win against Beep. You know, like, um, we'll cut that part out. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, insert high school name versus insert high school name here. <laughs> the the Ducks and the Fucks are playing this weekend, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'm going to bet that the Fucks are going to win, whatever. So, but like, I know a ton of people who unfortunately like got like their asses like ringed in basically because of like either like a like, like so online much. poker... <laughs> Like online, like actual money poker, mm. like that's a big one, um, and just like I don't know, like I- I've known a couple of like teenage teenage bookies, which sounds like a song name, but uh, teenage bookies, <laughs> teenage bookies, rookie's gonna play teenage bookie, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's, it is kind of weird because it, it's kind of like oh yeah, that's that's a problem too. You know, I'm just like, glad I never like was even around uh, around that problem. Like I was like, oh, that sucks for them, but I don't think I know anybody like that. Mm. And then when it was, it wasn't until I was older where like a lot of people like like you know the people who like love the Super Bowl squares. Yeah, hand like, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those guys, but yeah. Are you? I because I don't watch football, so I don't. I'm like, oh, I hope I get an eight. Like I hope it uh, happens for me. You know, like. It's. I'll, I'll say this: the Super Bowl is like, it's like Christmas morning. You know what I mean? Really? You can like for a lot of people, there's a yeah. lot of things you can. I mean, all right. Here's an example. We'll get into it real quick. So we were. Uh, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> uh, we did an East Coast run uh, in February, and we were going to my buddy's place in Syracuse, mm-hmm. the night of the Super Bowl. So me and uh, Kev are in the back seat watching the game. You know, on YouTube TV. Nice. And uh, first thing that's up is uh, the national anthem. So I don't know if you know this, but you can bet over/unders on the national anthem, like what? the the length. What? The length of the song. So uh, who sang it this year? It was. Uh, you're asking the two wrong dudes. I watched it, but I don't remember. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. I just fact check me. I just imagine you just pulled up like a skull, and, it, and it's like, and like it has like a gem in the middle of its forehead. It's like Demi Lovato. And I'm like, I'm like thanks, Hank. You know, like, 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 like that thing yeah. just, said that. just staring at our soul. Uh, but yeah, so you could take the over under. I think it's usually it's like. Two minutes, I think, was the line. Was the line? And then did you win? No, I lost that one. Uh, but I went plus on the night, so that's a good sign. What does that mean? Uh, let's say I made. Not that I'm advocating anyone doing <laughs> this at home, but I'm curious. Remember, it's uh. How do you legal make math? math? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you gamble successfully? Yeah. Uh, 
you gotta pick winners. That's what you, <laughs> you gotta breed winners. Talking about like horses and shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you pick the over under, and then base. It's from like the first word to the end of brave. Home of the brave, right? That's the last, the last word. Yeah. In so. Home uh, of yeah. Brave. Yeah. So when that. <laughs> yeah, people like, do take a pause. Yeah. No. So that's what. Uh, when Lady Gaga did it a couple years ago, uh, the timing was off, apparently. There were jets that came flying in, and she said brave early. And then she's like, oh, where are the jets? So she held it out 10 extra seconds until the jets came and did this whole long thing. Everybody won that night who had the over. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Dude, okay, this is a quick side note, because I want to keep talking about this. But do you remember, so early on in the quarantine, uh, it was like a lot of ESPN has been playing old sports like oh, yeah. games and what's your buddy's name in uh in uh in galgun colin colin so you and colin were like doing these commentaries on these games and i remember you uh you messaged me like day of like an oh yeah <laughs> 6 p.m you're like hey uh dude do you want to do me a favor and sing the national anthem and i was like oh like for like one of these virtual Instagram commentaries. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, I can do that. Like, when do you want? And he goes, like, tonight, like, in an hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And, like, okay, so, like, this is this is going to be – I might get some flack for this. But I could – I could if you held a gun in my face and was like, sing the national anthem right now, I could probably do most of it. But Wait, Really? I don't like, uh, you know what I mean? How many times do you sing it by yourself? Like, I know it, the melody. I know the melody. Are you no. fucking serious? <laughs> I know most of it. I know most of it. It's yeah, like, I think I know 99% oh, like, of it. But I was going to be on Instagram Live and yeah, I was you like. you freak out a little. I, I was it. so I nervous. It. So I was reading it off of my laptop. Are you, dude, I cannot believe this. No, it's like in the rockets, red glare, the bombs bursting in the my air. My dad. Through, through the night and the flag was still there. You know, like all that stuff. It's like kind of the beginning. And then she showed her chest, which it's was also, also bare. It's all. The- <laughs> I don't think that's in the national anthem, but um, it was. Uh, it just was a little. It's also the hardest song to sing. Somebody told me that, which I appreciated because I was like, "Oh, I sang it." And I was doing like there's acapella, a lot of like not, fluctuations. I was, I was I doing a cappella. I was doing like falsetto. I think 16 people were watching, and everyone was like, "Uh, what?" It was great. I mean, I thought Pat nailed it. I'm glad. <laughs> like you live I was in nervous. I was super nervous. When, when I, I, you know, when I was like six or seven, my, oh my and when I, when my dad found out I didn't know all the words in the national anthem, he made me memorize them. And I was supposed to go to like, like, a, like say Catherine's carnival or something that night. And he's like, you're not going until you know all the words. And I'm like, okay. So it took me like, when you're seven to memorize lyrics is a little difficult. I didn't have to memorize anything besides the alphabet at this point in my life, you know? And it's like, so, like, I finally had to do it, and then, like, he's like, all right, now we can go, but we only went for, like, like two or, like, two hours, you know, which is, like, kind of enough, but, like, I just couldn't believe that, like, I couldn't go until I had to memorize the national anthem. So, like, so, I don't know, maybe different structure, different folks, I don't know, but it's I was, just, like. It's easier I, to sing, like, when you're, you're in a crowd, you know? Oh, no, know. for like, sure. Like, oh, those are the words, right. But like it's like you guys are like oh I just had to do this recently. Meanwhile, like I'm showing like the whip like the belt marks like on my back, being like <laughs> oh my God. I had to I had to know this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't want to embarrass myself on Instagram, and I already you, did. You, you nailed it. I do that probably on a weekly yeah, basis anyway. But you know, we 
if this podcast has embarrassed you enough on the internet, I don't know what the fuck will at this point. <laughs> yeah. you know? But um, back to gambling. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Back to gambling. So, like, I will say this. The Super Bowl squares, it, for those who are, like, a pleb like me, it, it it's so bizarre because it's, like, it, it for one, when you first tell people, like, it doesn't really make sense because you're just kind of like, wait, what are we doing exactly? And it's basically, from what from my understanding, it's almost like the in order to win, like, you're, you're um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, I don't want to say moments. That's so lame. Yeah, like, I no, think like what, it's got to be precise. And according like, to it, the, you have to be very yeah. precise. Like it can't just be like, oh, if you win, you win, and if you lose, you lose. It's just like no. It's like certain score. Certain doesn't like certain people have to score or something like that. Sometimes it, there's a million different ways to do it. That's fucking crazy. Which is, is how? Where's the sun while the third <laughs> touchdown is? You well, know, there's <laughs> there's always the weird ones where it's like. uh so, like, the National Anthem's a weird one. And those are all the prop bets, you know? I always bet heads or tails on the coin flip. Bet tails every year. It's won, like, seven out of the last ten years. Like, don't quote me on if that. If you don't mind me asking, we can beep it out. Like, how much are you betting? Oh, like, my units? Not a lot. Like, <laughs> probably from... Well, let's see. The Super Bowl, I'll do maybe, like, 50 bucks a bet. So... Wait, so like on a coin toss? Yeah, like so, like it like heads or tails, like, like right there. But at the same time, that's fifty. No, but then, but then you get the, but then now, now that's a hundred. Yeah, which well, which well, encourages no, a bet that, more. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the way that works, it's for like those prop bets. It's like you'll risk. Let me think. Fifty-five dollars to win fifty. So that's okay. that's like you know where the. The bookie would make the cut. You know what I mean? That sixteen-year-old high schooler that we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it's always a high schooler. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. either a guy in a mob or it's like some guy named like Matthew, who doesn't have a bunch of friends, but he like really good with he's numbers. Really, yeah. <laughs> he's like a beautiful mind. I am an yeah. accounting major. If that means anything to you. So like instead of like a cap and gown, do they give you a green visor and a gown? Exactly. A green yeah. visor yeah. And, and a cigar. And here's your crank calculator. Sounds the phone, bro. Oh my god. That's the Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah. If anyone's curious. I uh played that game over quarantine on my PlayStation 4. The uh, downloaded the new yeah. one. Uh, they just had like the it, one, two, and three. They like yeah, reissued the, the them. Ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get. Them. I really want to get those. They're good. I beat the first one. I was halfway. First one's hard, man. First one's tough. Second one is the ice, right? Yes, it's the Iceland, and I'm stuck in it. I got a hundred percent on my OG PlayStation on Crash Bandicoot Two. It was my first. Like, Never complete, finished com- that one. I got my first total completion. Like all the gems, all that's that imp- stuff. That's impressive. It is impressive. <laughs> it I is. finished ladies. Uh, <laughs> the third one is the one where I like knocked out of the park. third one is fun as fuck. Third third one's they, fun. They, they went they went balls out on the third one. The crystals, the gems, the the, the time travel, the time, the relics, the, relics, the relics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, but anyway, PlayStation Two games. Yeah, great. yeah, that was OG PlayStation. My play, I still have my PS Two, and I tried it during the quarantine, and uh, it's just so fucked. It's like. It won't, it like, it starts, but, like, when I load a game, like, it, like, like it goes through the menu, like, the controller. At first, I thought it was a controller, so I tried a different one, and then it was, like, the same thing. No matter what game I put into it, it's always Barbie Treasure Island. No matter what. <laughs> Barbie <laughs> Treasure Island. No, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's just an old piece of shit. Yeah, so. I, I got my PS2 in my room. That was, like, the first thing I, I gathered. I want to, like, put shelves up, just, like for their glory, you know, cause I don't use it. 
But like, Show them off, though. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But anyway, I want to get back to gambling. This is, like, this is actually interesting. Dude, you're like gambling on the... No, I, I, yeah, like I, this just... is like I never like because like people always bring up Super Bowl squares, but because we have like a toxic masculinity issue where I if I say I don't know what it is, and I look like a fucking idiot. So I'm always like, oh, not this year. But like, but now here is a chance for me to like actually like dissect with a doctor in the room. And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> even though I'm just like, yo, you got you, you should know how to do this. I'm like, yeah, I know I should, but I don't. But you do. So please just show me, you know. So that's why I'm just like, curious. So like, how does it work? Like what's going on here? Uh, you sh- for uh, was- listen, you literally just say you don't know all the words of the national anthem. Okay, <laughs> Wait, uh, for <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go take a walk around the block. <laughs> uh, well, for like for squares, yeah. You're talking? I mean, there's a lot. Some people do like totals, <laughs> like uh. Usually you'll do a, a card for let's say uh, the first quarter, second quarter. Some do halftime, third quarter, and then final. Uh, and you get two numbers: one's home, one's away team. Mm. Whatever it is at the end of the quarter, let's say it's like twelve to fifteen, and my numbers were five and two, I would win. Okay. You know, like that's one way to do it. Some people do totals. I've seen that done before. Interesting. Uh, it's cool. Right on. Yeah, it's probably fun. You know, if you're not it's gambling fun. that much money, you don't gamble your paycheck away. You know? Yeah, I've seen people go crazy with this shit. No, dude, I know people. Same who like, man. It's uh... they like get a thousand dollars and they dish out. That's like they split that amongst a bunch of different bets, and sometimes they go home empty-handed, and sometimes they go home with like four times the money. Yeah, it's nuts. Here, here's my uh, my gambling. Uh... Secret. See, not even secret. Did you but... look out the window to see someone like <laughs> who is watching us right now? Uh, the way I think about it, it's like let's say you can go out to like dinner and a movie and spend, I don't know, fi- today fifty bucks maybe. Like for real, that's, that's, like, that's generous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I could like make something at home, or even go out to maybe a bar and watch a game and put like fifty bucks on a game. Where I probably get the same amount of entertainment, if not more, and and a potential reward from it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a good way of looking at I it. No, I mean, and I have the same view on like so like, and I'm not gonna like dive too much into it, but I just like want to talk about this like with you. But like a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about how my buddies and I went to New Orleans, and some of them want to go to the strip club, and like I went for like ten minutes, and I was like, this is I don't want to do this, you know. So instead, I I like went to like a karaoke bar, but then I went gambling. And my thought process was, at least I have a chance to win back my money from from gambling rather than these women. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, th- th- that's where they get you, right? In the whole gambling thing, it's like, oh well, you could, let me if I put more down, I could get more back. And that's like the issue of it, where people kind of fall through. Oh yeah, you know? no, I've I have lost a lot. I mean, it's weird. I've I have so many stories of like how much I win, but then I also have like horror stories of just like. Like well, you, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? It's like perfect example is like my birthday when we went to BJ McMahon's, where like I was just like on fire. Oh, yeah, I was like, how much did you win? Like two hundred and fifty. I won like two hundred and fifty on like a twenty dollar bet. See, so, that's like, how like, you felt on top of the world. Yeah, didn't you? <laughs> you and like, and by the way, like two fifties in the gambling world is like chump change. That those are pennies. Oh man, you know? I know like, some people, and it's it's like, but to yeah. me, that's a lot. Or like when I went to Vegas and I won. I had a four dollar voucher and I won four hundred and eighty five dollars off one spin and like and if you would have saw me my dad when 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 I won you would think that we won a million dollars but we didn't it was, <laughs> was four eighty five which still was like that was like it made up for all my loss but then like the next day 
I because I always told myself you're only I forget what my rule was. I gave myself a certain amount of money. I think it was like 150 bucks for gambling for the day. And once you're out, you're out. Like you are not allowed to go to the ATM and get more. Like sure. I was very disciplined and. Like the first day, I made that last all day. Second day, one fifty left me in twenty minutes. It's like it, yeah, it. it it's any sucks. given day, right? It sucks, <laughs> it's dude. It's weird. Yeah. But I love gambling, though. It's I do. fun, man. I love it. I love. Uh, I don't really do like. I've been to Vegas once, and card games. You know, all the table games. Those are fun, but to me, when you sit with like the million chairs and the million TVs and you can watch any sports game you want and bet on any sort so, of So like thing. you're That's you're you're into. big, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm more into sports. Okay, frankly, I was about I'd to say. say like card what games. Uh, okay. So I want to tell a quick I won and then I lost story and then sure. I have questions about <laughs> Okay. So I like I was in Peoria once and then I went to a riverboat casino just to kill some time. I was going to a wedding and I had like 2 hours to kill. Not that I planned on like but I had like 200 bucks you know, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to go to this. And it was the first time I'd ever been, I'd never been to Vegas. And I went and I put in $20 into the machine and I won like a hundred bucks right away. And I was like, oh my God, that's great. <laughs> and I just left. Cause I was like, I gotta, I don't want to like, you know, I was, ba- I basically put that in the wedding invitation. Like they're the, the wedding <laughs> gift. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then the next day I went back and I was feeling really good and I lost like, 50 bucks in I don't know literally five minutes I was like this is a waste of time I don't know I just was I was like you're not hot today like it's yeah. there's days you're hot you know you, gotta, mean, you gotta know when uh when to fold what's the, well, the song you gotta uh, know when to fold them yeah pretty much that I have heard of fold yeah, yeah. fold it's like <laughs> that's a gambling term uh, <laughs> like laundry yeah <laughs> um my mom lame. actually taught me how to gamble and she my mom it's weird she's not superstitious but she's like gamble stitious you know like where it's like she doesn't believe in ghosts and shit sorry everyone like (laughs) i i I think i have a a somewhat haunted apartment did you just feel that (laughs) i got chills and then multiplying um (laughs) so like uh but my mom like like we'll be we'll be uh so okay a couple couple things one my mom and i we're She's the first one I ever took me take me to a casino ever. And she was like looking for an excuse I could tell. She was like, Did you finish midterms? And I was like, Yeah. This is like when I was in college. I was like, Yeah. She's like, Oh, so you're all done for like half the year, right? And I was like, Yeah. She's like, Let's go to the casino then, you know, like <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know if I pass. I probably did really shitty in these midterms, you know, like yet I'm getting rewarded anyway. So she had a room at the blue chip and then we went for the night. Super fun. Had a blast. My mom and I, like, we 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 definitely had like a fun fun time, and um, so like she taught me like how to like play these games that I never really knew how to do like I, I didn't I didn't know when you don't know how to do a um, slot machine they're intimidating because it's just like you're putting your money in there it's like this isn't like a this it is a game but it isn't a game because it's like it's your fucking money so she taught me like what games to play and then she taught me the rule of like like feel the oh basically feel the vibe she's like if you're not feeling a machine leave like leave. Just up, walk, immediately walk away. Walk away. Yeah. So like, we'd be going to machine, machine, machine. She like do one spin. She's like not feeling it, and then just like <laughs> w- takes the ticket and then like walks away until she does win and whatever. So like, and I still do that to this day. And then um, I went gambling with my dad years later at uh, in Cleveland, and um, we're in. My dad is a very like I'm gonna sit at one machine. Whatever's gonna happen, happen. But my mom taught me to like. 
just move around, you know? So, like, he was getting, like, what? He's like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm not feeling it, dude. I'm not feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, I'm on my, like, seventh machine. He's like, this is getting ridiculous. Like, you're about to hit up every machine in this little casino. And I'm like, do you just wait? And then, so then I, I, I saw a machine of, like, two little fat Asian children, like, on them. And I'm like, this is it. I'm like, this is it. I can feel it. This is me. This is me. And... <laughs> On all levels, including physical, this is me. Uh, oh, <laughs> so like, um, I'm I'm playing it, and I'm starting to win a little bit. And I'm like, and then like the the little fire in your chest starts to oh, like, yeah. grow a little one, you know. Yeah, I'm and a then, fucking champion. And I'm like, I am good enough for dad. Uh, so like, <laughs> and uh, and then like, so my dad lost all of his money, and I was like about to lose all my money, but then a miraculous thing happened. I won back both our money. So like, and I and I gave him his half. Super weird giving your dad a wad of cash, by the way. It was kind of like, now, now don't spend that all in one place, okay? You know, just like whatever. And then uh, and I told my dad, like, yeah, I just got to feel the vibe. And he's just like, who'd you hear that from? And I'm like, no one, because my parents are divorced. So, <laughs> But uh, even my dad admits that my mom, and especially my Uncle Ed, which is my mom's brother, are like the luckiest people for gambling. Like he's like, they, I've never seen your uncle lose. He's like, he always wins. Like, it's crazy. And I've seen my mom win big, where I'm like, I just won $80. My mom's like, that's nice. That's nice. I won four grand. Okay? (laughs) Don't forget who the real boss bitch is here, okay? You know? (laughs) She doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) But, um, but yeah, that's basically all my, my, yo, here, really quick. Last thing, last thing I'm gonna ask. (laughs) Besides sports, if you were to pick a game to play, like a Vegas game or like any Um, gambling game, like what are you gonna pick? Uh, probably poker. I'd say. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not good at poker. I don't. Texas Hold'em. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a safe one. Yeah, exactly. I love poker. I like poker with no stakes, because poker with stakes gets really stressful, really fucking fast. No, (laughs) totally. And again, I'm not in. uh, Card games, or I'm not really big into card blackjack games every once in a while. Blackjack's easy. Yeah. Like Magic 21, yeah. yeah I like magic tricks with cards. Yeah. <laughs> Is this your card? <laughs> Looking at you, Brent Follier. <laughs> Is this your wad of cash? Oh my god. Oh no, it's gone. all gone. <laughs> um, uh, Pat, what about you, dude? Uh, what do I like to bet on, or what do you? What do you like to play? If like, I just do, do you... slots, dude. See, the thing is with like slots is like they're the most like appealing because they're all bright and shiny and shit well there's a method so i took uh for my elective my final elective at college uh casino management this is fucking <laughs> sick <laughs> wow, wow. yeah and the whole layout of everything there's a reason for it all yeah so when you go to the slot because it's appealing to you they know what they're doing you know what i mean it's really weird they like make sure that like every six feet you don't see a slot machine or something like that like you, you can keep going it's like a a weirdly placed maze, except it's the opposite of getting lost in the maze. It's like they want you to move around. Yeah, and like, it's like certain waiting areas, they'll put them as well, you know? Yeah, like for sure. In your bathrooms, like stuff like that. I don't know why. So but. you're saying, what are you saying? Like they know what they're doing it on purpose. It's like not like. What, did I play slots? Yeah, like, maybe not necessarily. I just don't know reason. a lot of the rules of the uh, other big games. 100%. And that's like another reason people will do slots, but. Uh, I just know there's, like, a very strategic way to... Not even how they just set up the slot tables, but, like, you know... Or the slot machines, but, like, the the other table games as well. Interesting. Like, yeah. craps are always pushed away in the corner. And I love craps. 
craps is like i play D D. dice games are my shit <laughs> you know like um but like craps it's weird because they don't want you to play craps because craps if you know how to play has like the highest like um the probability rate probability right? rate yeah. of you winning money but it's also the least attractive looking game because you think about it what is more attractive Social interaction with a bunch of people at a boring wooden table where you have to answer to someone with a big stick that looks like they'll hit you with it, or you get to play by yourself. And there's a bug in here, uh, and uh, and it's like a big shiny, uh, gl- uh, like lights and music and shit, like box that disperses money potentially. It's like craps does not look attractive, but you know how to play it. It works, and let me tell you, like I want a lot of money on craps, like consistently. It's good. Wow. I love craps. Nice. Recommendation <laughs> for everyone doing a gambling adventure. <laughs> like, craps. It's not for crap. It's for money. Craps. <laughs> Stop saying craps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm done talking about gambling. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you about uh, baseball. Oh, yes. Because, like, uh, the sport... Put your pants back on. <laughs> the uh, sport is coming back uh, in a few weeks. I think less than two weeks now. July 24th is, like, the, f- the supposedly first day of a shortened season. And I know, if anyone knows Dimitri, it's just how big of a Sox fan you are. Yes, I like to... I like the White Sox a lot. <laughs> we like the White Sox, too. Being I mean, Jim, Me and Jimmy being Southsiders, we were raised Sox fans. Oh, yeah. But I know you know the ins and outs, and I just I was I wanted to ask you where you think they're gonna be, and I want to know some of your favorite White Sox stories because you called us in our hotline call and you asked us some of those, and we baseball. could definitely we want to put baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baseball. <laughs> That's how I felt all the quarantine. Yeah. Baseball, baseball. I need baseball. Uh, well, first off, I'm not gonna believe baseball's back until I see the games happen, mm. and that's more of that, that's because of like i don't know if you followed like all the conflicts between players and owners uh, a little bit yeah 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 uh, how much they're gonna get paid and stuff yeah exactly all that stuff and that's a whole nother debate i'm not gonna get into but uh i mean they agreed whatever so 23rd 24th games are supposed to start they're doing spring training inner squad games now uh my take is it's going to be a weird season so like how weird can you make it and they Ooh. and they and they kind of, sort of, have done that already. Everyone's playing in dresses. <laughs> <laughs> I like do anything, you know. Uh, they have like a universal DH now. Uh, you're playing the shortened season. I don't know if you saw the schedule. Like they're yeah, it's like till the end of September, I think. Yeah, and uh, so it's a 60 game season. The Sox will play 40 games against the AL Central, 20 games against the NL Central. It's just kind of to limit, you know, traveling to. Mm-hmm other parts of the country so it's like the east they all play each other the central and the west uh that'll be interesting it'll be cool playing teams like the cubs six times a year six out of 60 games Yo. that'll be that'll be kind of cool and the last yeah the last three games of the season at Sox park uh Woo! against the cubs and I, they could mean something those games you know so i'm excited to watch so like are, are people not allowed to go to these games are they still okay doing so that? this could be so false what i'm about to tell you Controversial <laughs> in this uh, segment of <gasps> controversial statements, 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 statements. <gasps> I heard again. Take it with a pound of salt. Pound one pound. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of pretzels there, Chad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Socks 
we'll open it up to about 7,000 people. <gasps> There's probably a good amount. There's like more than what usually go. Yeah, get, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. get, get the joke out. Everybody get, just get the joke out. Say it. You know, dude, that's very <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> uh, but they'll have 7,000. And I heard Wrigley won't do any games though. What? And this they could can't. be like, they can't, but here's where I think I'm really wrong in saying this, but I heard it from where I read it. I don't know. The athletic maybe, but uh pretty credible source too, but whatever. Uh, Sox Park is owned by the state. Wrigley is a Chicago privately owned kind of thing. Well, no, it's a Chicago uh, historical landmark. Oh, it's something like with that. Probably not, but I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. But they're gonna do uh, rooftop seats. I heard. I heard that yeah. too. Pound of salt. Yeah. Pound of salt. So, but uh, what I do know about Sox games, uh, my buddy's dad is like a season ticket holder for 30 years now. Whoa. So they're offering those 7,000 seats, I think, by seniority to season, ticket, season holder. ticket holders first. That would be cool if that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't the, think I'd go to a game. Dude. I don't really I don't know. think so, too. I would just want, I want to put a TV in the garage and tailgate myself every With the Goose game. Island White Sox Golden Ale beer. Have you had it yet? It's really no. good. It's really good. It I'm not a big it, beer guy. I don't drink a lot, but that was good. It's really good. He drinks a lot, and I also drink a lot. <laughs> and I like Goose Island, and I like the White Sox. So. It's a win-win. It's I a black can. I think you like actually this? gave me one at Did TJ's. I? Uh, Maybe. I'm going to say no because I got my first case like two weeks ago. I am going <laughs> to take back my statement. <laughs> You're an idiot, Patrick. No, but it's really good. If you see it, you should get it. Cool. Very crushable, as the kids are saying. Yeah, it's uh, sold at Binnie's. I know that much. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and your local Mariano's. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Mariano's. <laughs> not yet, right? But goddamn, I wish no we free were. ads, dude. No free ads. <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> damn it. Speaking of ads, <laughs> ad time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hey there, Patrick. Jimmy, what's going on? Not much, man. I'm. I am very sorry to interrupt our amazing, wonderful, handsome, and hilarious podcast, Mm -hmm. but there's just something I have to mental birth into the world right now. What's that? That, you know, not having a home, and quite frankly, being homeless is like kind of a drag. Yeah. Or even just like wanting to move out. That could be an issue too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there is like one person I think we know that could help people out with that. Oh, is that that uh, Ed, Ed Whalen? Yeah, from Keller Williams Elite. He's a real estate agent that uh, we know. So I hear that Ed actually works with buyers, sellers, and even renters. Yeah, and if you are renting, Ed Services doesn't cost any money. Any money? No, it's a win-win because he takes care of the scheduling, the back-and-forth dialogue, and negotiations. You just get to sit back and relax and let that trustworthy individual handle all your stuff. That's amazing. Now, like, how trustworthy is he, Pat? Well, I've had about five conversations with Ed Whalen, and I have no reason to believe that he would rob me. Oh, see, that's amazing right there. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, he's a great guy, and uh, he, he's only been very generous to me, and I, I would... I would work with them. Oh, for sure. And it also helps that Keller Williams Elite is an equal housing opportunity. Get out of here. Are you serious? I know. They're so equal and such housing. In these times, you Le- need that. Oh, yeah. The opportunity. 
for all. Is it? Yes. <laughs> equalness. Anyway. I love that. Uh, yeah, so do I, dude. Equalness is cool. Yeah. But anyway, if you have any sort of questions, be sure to look up Ed Whalen from Keller Williams Elite. And uh, we're going to get right back to the podcast. Yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Huh. Ka-ching. That was easy. Okay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> that's that's, that's where I'm going to insert it. <laughs> but um, baseball. So that's what we're talking about. We're yeah, just, yeah. The logistics. What, is, uh, what was? I'm just. I'm, what's like a crazy ass story from uh, going to oh, the game? Geez. Going to a game. Um, like a Sox game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Get like a Dippin' Dot situation. <laughs> Go to Fundamentals deck. You know that my buddy. My buddy I was t- talking about, his name is Matt, uh, and he <laughs> he uh, took me uh, to... Does anyone want a beer or water? <laughs> I got so confused. <laughs> I was like, Do you want a water? Uh, yeah, I'll take a water. Why did you say no the first time? Because I, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> i give you this, man. Here, you guys can keep talking. <laughs> anyway, thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the... He, they were season ticket holders. They had, like, fifth row on the first base side. Nice. I mean, I grew up just watching. Fifth row, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I grew up watching Paul Canerico just, oh, dude, crush you know, it. crush it over there at first base. This guy's the man. Everybody know. I feel like if people don't know baseball, they at least know the name Paul Canerico. Oh, yeah. My first game was in 0203. Nice. Uh, I can kind of remember the lineup. I think it was... I mean, Maglio or Donez. In right, uh, Kenny Lofton in center, Carlos Lee in left. Carlos Jose, Lee, dude. Jose Valentin at third, shortstop. Frank Thomas was somewhere, right? DH, or, yeah, DH or first. Yeah. Him and Canerico. Was Sandy Alomar Jr. catching? I don't remember. Uh, That's crazy, yeah. I yeah. remember some of those names. Jose Valentin, like... Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's crazy. I forgot who played short. Was it Omar Vis- Where He might not have been on the team then. I don't know, but... uh. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then in 05, the year they won, I mean, my buddy Matt would come over during the day, basically, because like, his parents worked, and we would chill at my house and hang out all day, and then at night, we just go to the Sox game. So it's like 30 or 40 games that year. That's it was awesome. sick. Do you think you're a fan of the Sox because of your friend's season tickets? That, because th- that's like, I got introduced to baseball through that. Again, I'm a North Sider. You know yeah, what I mean? I so people say, are like, why is this? Shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. So... Yeah, I always get that, you know, weird. He's from the north side, but I just from day one, that's how I fell in love with baseball. I fell in love with the team, and it's really because of him and his family. That's like, awesome. My parents aren't really big baseball people, but I love the Sox and love the sport so much, and been diehard ever since I was, I don't know, six. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's a huge, huge White Sox fan. I don't know if who's a bigger fan, my dad or your dad. I'm gonna actually say your dad might be a bigger Sox fan. I don't know. My dad like stays home and like he, so I know some people who like they don't really like watching baseball on TV. I hate it. Uh, like Jimmy, like <laughs> I, so like, it's fun. It depends on the game, but like live, ba- you cannot beat See, live that, baseball. That's where baseball screwed up this year, though. And sorry to cut you off, but they had an opportunity if they would have got that deal done. You know, let's say in April, mm-hmm. or you know, they could have been playing baseball in May or June. They had that opportunity. To really get all these people that are on the fence about watching baseball, which is a dying sport to watch on TV, and kind of reel them back in and be like, hey, this is the only sport that we have going on right now. Oh, and, dude. It- and they didn't. You know what I mean? So, not, and I'm not saying because of uh, 
like the safety issues, but they couldn't figure it out money wise between mm-hmm. uh, you know the players and and owners. But whatever. Like, again, that's we're, we're gonna put a pin in that. Yeah, <laughs> because I got something to say about that though, because that's that you're right and that's very interesting. But Pat, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, my dad loves, doesn't care, <laughs> like loves to watch baseball in his chair. The chair. Like he's basically there. He's screaming. <laughs> he does this thing. I we call it the, the five clap because he claps like. Is that five? That was five. Okay, because I'm like, oh, what if that was like seven? <laughs> but like, he like says like yes, yeah, and he does that five times. It's just like. The way he claps for somebody doing something good on the White Sox. Uh, it's like you he's think so you... loud and such such a passionate man about the White Sox. It's crazy. Last was it last year or two years ago? It must have been last summer. Uh, there were some bad Sox games to watch, man. I mean, oh. and I would watch every one. You know, I try to watch as many as I can, and I'd be at my girlfriend's house in you know, like Champaign, Illinois, and we'd Ooh. we'd have, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have like. Oh, what are you guys yeah. doing tonight? Her mom would ask. Oh, the Sox are playing. <laughs> like, you know, we'd watch, we'd catch some of the game and, you know, it'd be the sixth inning and they'd be down like eight to two and I'd be like still watching this thing. Like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know? Babe, can we like please go out? <laughs> what if like there was like a news segment of, and like as soon as you guys leave, it's like she turns on the news and it's like, they're calling it. The Sox are playing tonight. It means that they're fucking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that was a lot more funny in my head. <laughs> I'm willing to admit it. <laughs> but um, there are some games, like, for the Sox, like, the past couple of years where, like, I mean, dude, like, even, like, so I'm I'm more into hockey than I am into baseball. Oh, big hockey guy, Well, bro, yeah. like, even, like, with the Hawks, I, I turned off some games. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why am I doing this myself? I'm getting just really frustrated. I'm getting fucking angry. And it's like, you know what? No. it's I, I agree. It's the same thing where it's like, and that's like the whole, the whole being a fanatic, you know, like that whole aspect of sports where it's like, oh my God, I like this so much. And I'm like, and I, it's not doing anything good for me. It's just driving me, <laughs> it's like, you know. Imagine like a restaurant that you've been going to for like your whole life. And like the past couple meals you've gotten there have just been utterly garbage. And you're like. I still gotta do it, but bro, like yeah, you're still making excuses. I've been telling everyone for so long that I love this restaurant. I cannot not not come here anymore, dude. You that know? happened to me the other week. I was with Megan uh, at uh, this place in Logan Square called Lonesome Rose. Such a good taco place, and like seriously, I love their. We love their food, but we always because it's always like uh, like the waiter, the waitress, the server, if you will. Thank you, proper term. Uh they're always like they're kind of young, hippy dippy, kind of like as the wind goes kind of attitude. And the food is so good. The food is good, but it's always like there's always one thing that it just it's almost unforgivable. It's like, "Hey, can we please have water?" <laughs> or like <laughs> napkins, like a fork. Like one time they so like last time we were there Megan ordered, and then I ordered, but it wasn't the breakfast menu. So we're like, oh, we're actually not serving. That's only on the weekends. It was like a Tuesday. I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. I just need maybe another minute. So she already had Megan's order. So they they leave. They bring her her food, and they still haven't asked me what I want yet. That's not good. Hello, Yelp. It's, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> Hello, no, no, Yelp, love the place. No, I'm just joking. But there's almost, it's like, and we always just kind of like shrug and like, ah, eh, but the food's good. Like, the yeah. food is good. Uh, but then, yeah, so uh, it's just funny that you mentioned that's 
Yeah. I, I get that mentality yeah. of like, yeah. I love this place, but what the fuck is going on? A really quick side note, then we're going to get back to sports. Oh. And back to sports. Uh, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> back to... That's good. That's subtle. All right. I'm not, ter- I'm not terribly not funny. All you know? right. That's, that's um, enough. But... Uh, my roommate, he went to, uh, I, I can't remember if it was like Ed DeBevick's or Dick's Last Resort, one of those treat you rude restaurants sure. where he comes home. He's like, I cannot believe my server. And I'm like, <laughs> where'd you go? And he's like, one or the other. And I'm just kind of like, bro, that's their fucking gimmick. Yeah. Like that's, that's their bread and butter is to, is to take a dump on your chest. Basically, <laughs> you know, it's like, you ever, uh, you ever go to the wiener circle? Oh, oh my yes. God. I live down the street. Kind of. Do you really? Sort of. Dude. Uh, I was 15. This is just going off Jimmy's like gimmicky restaurant, make fun of you situations. Uh, I went to Cage the Elephant New Year's Eve back in like 2011. Should have gone. Yeah, I was with the Dailies and like Tim Duran and all them. Tim. Shout out Tim. What up, Tim? <laughs> Tim. <laughs> we uh, we all went to the, the Wiener Circle and I was like, oh, like they had gone the previous year to a New Year's show. I think it was Black Keys and they did that and they were like telling me, oh, this place is awesome. It's like hot dogs. I'm like, I love hot dogs. Still, I'm a big uh, hot dog advocate. Big Wiener advocate. Hot dog over burger, I'm telling you. Anyway, everyone's like, I don't know about that. But um, we go and my friend tells me, yeah, you need to go order... A chocolate shake. Uh oh. <laughs> and if you, I won't describe it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But if you go to the Wiener Circle and you order a chocolate shake, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> no, you won't. It is an experience I will never forget. So you should do that, please. I think they are doing curbside pickup. Yeah. So totally. nice. I'm sure if you wanted a chocolate shake, they'll give it to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, go there and ask for a chocolate <laughs> shake. Tweet at us about your experience with this, but don't spoil it, though. I like how we keep saying people tweet at us. Do we have a Twitter? No. That's, that's I was going to say. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I have a Twitter. Tweet at Pat. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> at Pat Egan Music. There you go. Um, <laughs> at at, at AIM.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, disappointing sports, yes. So, like, the Sox and, like, the Hawks. And bro, like the, the, bears? the bears. Can we talk about the bears for a sec? Bro, I, I, I think I spent from September to late November, early December, crying. And then I decided, <laughs> you know what? I'm done. And then I walked away. Damn. You walked away from the bear den. I, I walked away, dude. The bear it cave. Was, the bear yeah. cave, dude. It was rough because it was kind of fun to watch bears games for like, uh, what is it, two years ago? Yeah. It was like oh. they made a nice run, and then. There's a lot that went wrong this year. <laughs> it was not fun. It was uh, it was a rough go. It was embarrassing, dude. Embarrassing. 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 Roar. <laughs> Honey, please. Uh, funny enough, so working in an industry where, like, uh, when I was selling suits, when you have to talk to a bunch of men all the time, they're like, oh, you see those that bear game? And I'm just kind of like, I, I didn't see it because I don't really care about it. But my my source is telling me that they lose a lot, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah, that loss is pretty bad." And he's like, "I know," and I'm like, "Thank God." And ten, <laughs> like, and, and ten out of sixteen times that works. <laughs> ten out, ten out, what a weird stat! <laughs> ten out of sixteen. Yeah. That's fun. Damn. dude. So uh, kind of shifting stuff. Uh, you told me earlier that rookie has a 
um, live stream. Is it next week? Yes. So um, when is this released? It'll be next Tuesday, right? The 14th. Is that the 14th? Because I think that's the day of this live stream. Oh, cool. So, so. if you're listening, uh, day of, it's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Get uh, on your computer now. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a cool company called Noon Chorus, and they kind of set up these live streams. Uh, I think it's they're kind of like a live show, so it's like 10 bucks to watch. We're donating uh, you know, all the proceeds to... I don't think we've decided exactly yet, but the plan is to, to donate them. We'll release information, well, I guess five days ago from when you're hearing this. <laughs> is this confusing yet? That's really funny. We're in a time machine, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, we were lucky, lucky enough to film it on the roof of the Virgin Hotel. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, yeah, Blake's a really cool guy over there and just helped us out with that. And it was nice kind of sort of playing a show you know in like a safe way but yeah. in front of no one but it was really hot i uh was it yesterday you were played but so you look yeah uh, uh two days ago okay you yeah, look tan my friend oh i mean it's that i got like i'm greek too so a day in the sun i get pretty tan <laughs> <laughs> one of the three most sexy races to be is greek i don't know if y'all knew this uh dude we gotta talk about I want to finish up on the Virgin Hotel, but remind me, we got to talk about your family's olives, dude. Oh, yes. We'll get to that. This is insane. <laughs> but, um, kind of racist. Because <laughs> he's Greek? You think he has olives? But, but, <laughs> not at all. I'm all right with it. <laughs> um, but, dude, the Virgin Hotel is such a fun place to go. Like, and see, when people did see shows, it was like, aren't the shows free? And like the just- Their shows are free. Their room is so cool. You know, it's like a, small i don't know like 200 cap room you know with the 200 bar cap it feels so small maybe it's 150 i feel like it's i feel like there's been a lot of people up there before but every time i've seen a show i've seen you guys there it's been my i've probably seen like three shows or something like that we we've got to play there a couple times and it's again like everybody that works there is just so nice yeah everyone you know from sound to all the way up they're just the greatest people Damn. so it it's incur- like i want to play there as much as i can you mm-hmm. know what i mean that's awesome man that's fucking cool. Um, Jimmy, have you ever seen a show there? It's weird. It's like you go up. I, I, walk, I remember walking up, and this guy was like, what are you here for, man? I was like, the show on the 23rd floor? Is that a thing? He goes, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they just kind of go up and bypass. Yeah, it's thing. nuts. It's in a hotel. You, you go crazy. up in a Willy Wonka elevator. It's like, dun, 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 and it's like, wow. Like, and then he just crash lands onto the roof. Like, we're going down. And Okay. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Um, cool place, though. Yeah. Fun to go up there and film all that stuff. So, so and you were definitely outside. Yeah, we were. So, they have shows on, like, the 25th floor. I think. And then the 26th floor is like another bar they have. That's kind of like a rooftop outdoor area. Holy shit. So we kind of got to set up and record there before, you know, they opened up for the day. Let's I think they opened at noon. So we got to Virgin at like 7 a.m. to set up. It was an early one and fun. <laughs> Damn. And how long was the set? Like an hour? Uh, Yeah, I think we did like 20. I think about an hour, maybe 45, 45 minutes to an hour. Plenty new stuff? Uh, yeah, two new songs and a cover. So what? tune in. You might know them already. You Mage. might have heard of. Well, definitely not one of them, but maybe one of the other ones. 
<laughs> Does that make sense to you? Yeah. <laughs> Tune in, Definitely not out. one of them, but maybe the other one. Yeah. Maybe. I got yeah. shekels in the back. <laughs> no, seriously, I got them. I got them. Uh, that's dope, dude. Um, so real quick, I want to talk about these olives because they're insane. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I think, was was it last year, 4th of July? 4th of July, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about 4th of July super quick because I had one of the best 4th of Julys last year. It was last awesome. Year. Uh, well, this year, we, you know, there wasn't really... There wasn't like a terribly great celebration with no. everything going on. We're enough. I also had a really grateful Fourth of July last, last year. year. Last year, yeah, last year was good. It was good. Right? It was fun. Um, I was working, and then you had texted me like, "Hey, you should come up." And like TJ was with you, the guys from uh, now Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dog. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Um, we were all, yeah, we were all at your house. I guess you, didn't you play earlier in the day? And yeah, so uh, the neighborhood always has like a big parade that ends up at the park district, and then they it's like free beer, free hot dogs. You know, you're love that you're hanging out, especially the hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, totally. So I think that's like the first show. You know, like uh, the old John and Thomas O'Brien from Gal Gun. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they live like a block away from me. Cool. I was like the first guys I ever played music with. So me and my brother Will, we, mm-hmm. you know, man. Will, yeah, Will the man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, John Thomas, our other buddy Phil. Uh, we our first show like ever was like I think I was in seventh grade and we played there, Sognesh oh, Park cool. to the Fourth of July, and then we played every year, I guess, but one. Uh, Every morning, 10 a.m., 11, 10.30, the parade ends there. Wait, you play at 10 a.m.? We start at like 10, 10 10.30, maybe 11. Like, bef- definitely early. It, it was early enough where TJ complained about it, so. <laughs> the sun was out. Yeah. It and was the a, bags were packed. No, exactly. So, like, every 4th of July, we'll do that. You know, play music. It's really tight. It's fun. You know, we, we've been doing it now, which we'll, next year, if you're not working, We'll get you to sing a song. We have like that'd be super cool. The way we yeah. do it now, like us four or five, we're just kind of the backing band because we're not really good singers. We'll get Max to sing a couple songs. Joe, mm-hmm. you know, Colin, totally. Jeremy, you know, yeah. TJ sings a bunch. It's it's a fun time. You know, we hang out there and just do some covers. People enjoy it. Then we play sixteen inch, and then we go home and uh, you know grill and blow off fireworks. So yeah, and I uh, I met you up for the grilling and some of the fireworks, and it was super fun because I had such a stressful day at work, and I was like, I just want to go. Drink a couple Stellas, eat a hot dog. And eat the greatest olives of your life. And dude, <laughs> my brother man over here pulls out this jar of olives that he's like, yeah, this is like my family's, is, is it like an olive farm or do you guys? Yeah, like a, uh, in uh, Greece. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> you don't fucking say. <laughs> uh <laughs> I was going to say... In the, Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> in, was, in the cold Arctic. <laughs> yeah, right. Where, where the best olives are Where the grow. olive trees are, and they grow so tall. Uh, <laughs> so tall and yeah. so flourished. Uh, but uh, in Greece, like, my mom's... Where my mom's family's from, uh, it's a town called Mistra. Say it again, but whisper it. <laughs> See, if I... I'm, here's the thing. I'm, like, kind of like a... A fake Greek in the sense where my Greek's pretty bad. A freak, if you will. Yes. Also notice that. (laughs) (laughs) And like (laughs) (laughs) a freak, if you will. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Uh, (laughs) 
my, uh, my yeah my greek's pretty pretty bad uh but uh anyways so from her village and then my dad's from uh sparta that's not oh, that's not a joke either whoa, i'm actually spartan i'm what? spartan blood that's nuts, dude. Punch me like, in the face just so I can tell people like, I've been punched by a Spartan I before. Ju- I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to feel it in three days. That's how powerful he is. No, but uh, they got like, uh, uh, you know, whatever properties up there that like my great grandparents, my grandparents lived on. Uh, that's where we get all like the olive oil and olive shipped from in these like gasoline type canisters. They're like Ooh. this big. For those of you at home, that's about three and a half feet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, they're good, and like that oil we cook with, like we use it for cooking, like for everything in my house. Dude, I had some of the olives on my burger, and it was like, whoa, <laughs> so much flavor. It was crazy. I was, I'm not like always an olive guy. Like I'll eat them and stuff, I'm especially really with like either. a with like a charcuterie plate, maybe with cheese and a cracker. But I, you're like, you were like, dude, you just gotta try these. And then TJ was talking him up. I was like, okay, I guess we'll have him, I'll just have him some on my burger, you know, real quick. And it was like, wow. It was fucking Flavor Town, dude. Like Guy Fieri. Fieri. I think it's Fieri. Fieriopolis, though, you know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not a big olive guy whatsoever. Yeah, I'm like half and half, to be honest. No, like, I'm talking like, I'm almost like, I mean, from what you're saying, you've now just dubbed this little 1%, you know, because I used to be at zero. <laughs> Cause I just don't like olives, uh, but are they like the little, the little like, like purple, purple ones? Yeah. Okay. So they got the seed in there, but you ever have a spanakopita? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How once or a, twice. <laughs> uh, uh, pasticcio, you know. That's, that's my probably my favorite dish. Is it really? Yeah, it tastes weird. So. It, it's like a sweet lasagna. It uh tastes weird if you didn't grow up eating Greek food your whole life. True. I do love Greek food. Though. Does that make sense? You know. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had Greek food. Have you ever had a euro? I know there's like, more to Greek yeah. food than euros, but like... Come over, dude. We'll hang out. Dude, lamb, yeah, like, okay. some lamb balls. Not like testicles, but like meatballs and yeah. stuff. Dude, that shit is fucking... <laughs> uh, actually, maybe testicles too, for all we know. Not uh, cock and balls, but just, you know, no, meatballs. But meatballs. Um, no, Greek food's a fucking... Uh, Act <laughs> 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 I, I do have that. All right, yeah, that's happening. Um... <laughs> But um, no, like uh, that's interesting. Though I'll next time if you if you ever if you ever want me to come over. Yeah, both of you are invited. That's great. You're gonna regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like two in the morning. Be like, hi, you said I can come over. Where are these olives at? Do yeah. <laughs> Give me them right now. <laughs> the little purple ones. Um, but any so you you have the the rooftop show next. Well, it, yeah, it'd be the day we release this. The fourteenth. Okay. The fourteenth. Tuesday. Okay. Yo, let me fact check that myself. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> Cue and music. And we're back July 14th at 8 p.m. <laughs> Is that next Tuesday? Uh, 8 p.m. Yeah, the 14th. That's, that's next important. Tuesday. Cool, cool, cool. That's important. Um, So, really quick, it. Is, is there anything you guys want to touch on before I... Um, I just, yeah, I wanted to ask, concerning your record, dude, so the record came out in March, what is, like, I th- I listen to it all the time. I bought the CD because I don't <laughs> have an audio, like, a, I don't have a little wire that I could plug in my phone. Aux cable. Thanks. 
You know, there used to be like a cassette. It used to be like a cassette. That was the best one. Yeah. So I don't know what that's called, but an aux cable, essentially. Uh, I don't have any of that in my car. I have CDs. So when I bought the vinyl, I also bought the CD. Nice. So I fucking blast that shit. And it's like, you guys did such a good job on it. It's like so good. Uh, and I, I know you guys have probably been working on the songs way longer, but when I met you back in 2018, I was just like, dude, I need to like listen to this. Which, let's talk about that story. Cause that, the day I met Pat Egan was just a day to never forget, I'd say, right? It was, uh, same. <laughs> it's, uh, it was, Except that was it in, uh, in Austin? Austin. Yep, yeah. Yeah. South by. It was insane. Uh, because I was just, I had seen them a couple times. You know, like uh, at Shuba is an empty bottle, and we probably said hi to each other in passing, but I was like, I saw they were playing South by Southwest, needed to like, I was like, I need to like n- let them know that I know that they, you know what I mean? Like, Pat was such a nice guy. Let's put it this way. We got to the show. We were running kind of kind of late, and by kind of late, I mean we went on at 7 and showed up at 6.55. So that was cool. That's pretty fucking late. <laughs> I know I got there That's before Jimmy them, late. and I was like, "Hey, is uh, uh, is rookie pl- is rookie playing?" And they're like, "Yeah, they're running late." Okay. Traffic. We drove straight from Chicago. It was. How dude, long is that ride? Whoa. Um. Isn't like 20? seven hours? Wait. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where is this again? We, Austin, Texas. Oh no, my stupid brain was like, "This is in Tennessee for some odd reason," and like. Which I'm correct, Tennessee's seven hours away, so I'm not totally wrong. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, you hear that, Dad? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, okay. We uh, we left like the night before at I don't know 11 p.m. Drove through the night. Wow. And then it got there at 7 p.m. the next day. So yeah, about like 20 hours. Uh, but anyway, so we were running late, and we get to the show, and Pat's there, handing us beers, and we're like, oh. Dude, thanks. And we all thought like, oh, he must work. <laughs> well, dude, the, I was wearing my the badge. Venue. Yeah, he had his my... badge. Like, I'm like, oh, this guy is a pro. He's he's doing us up nice. I love him. Thank you so much. And then we're like talking to him after, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm from Chicago. I'm like a big fan. I'm like, dude, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just was like, I don't know. I just wanted to make an impression and like let you guys know that I was a big fan and. It's kind of cool that we've become friends. It's not just like a... It wasn't like a one-time thing. Like an obliga, obligatory... Ob, what's the word? Ob, obligation? Obligation is, is the is like a form of the word I'm trying to say form here. Obligatory. Obligatory. That sounds like a word. You gotta ask Max. He's kind of the, the, word, the, word, the word nerd the in word the band. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just cool because um, I... Yeah, like was a big fan and I knew you guys were late and I was like... I don't know. It just was a weird opportunity. Like I could just feel like I want to be, I want to be more than like a fan. You know, I want to be not that I, I want to like peel this guy's skin off and wear it, but I want to like. <laughs> I want to wear your face on my face. I just like well, I could just buy them beers and let them know afterwards. And well, dude, connecting with you and then TJ too was kind of like at least my first time uh, playing like Hearts in those Southside bars, and that opened up like a whole new world of people that i may have never met before and it was super cool everyone is so nice like and everyone's a friend you know what i mean yeah it's pretty it's sick cool. dude pretty fucking sick <laughs> yeah and you guys are uh i've met like a lot of bands or i've seen a lot of bands and they're 
and I don't know them, but it, like you all, everyone in rookie has always been super warm and like genuinely Physically. thankful for what what people say to you guys. Like it's just it's kind of cool to see, like the the. It's funny that you guys wear like jumpsuits, like working class. <laughs> like you guys really appreciate everybody's words to you guys, and like I don't think you guys take anything for granted. And I know how hard you guys work, and Thank I and the, and it pays off because the songs are so good, and you genuinely feel like, dude, this is cool. It's like this band is like it's like a rock band, but it's like young dudes, and it's their spin on it. It's like their take, and it's it's like a lot of care goes into it, and it shows. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and uh, also, I would like I would describe your playing like you bring the sauce, <laughs> like you are like the like he's you're one of uh, three guitar players. Chris and Max being the other ones, and you, like, just you, we talked about. I think we were talking about some kind of food earlier. We were talking about a lot of food earlier. Greek food. <laughs> He's bringing the the, what is it called? The tazanaki or whatever the fuck it is. Tzatziki. <laughs> there you go. He's bringing the tzatziki sauce. Yeah, to the table. To the table. Yeah. Yeah, you know that part in E Jam when you guys are jamming, it's like kind of almost the end of the song. It's right before Joe goes bum bum. You kind of hit your guitar, and it just, I'm telling you, if you're listening to Full Blast in your car, it just swoles the whole, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, that's that's Dimitri. That's, that's, <laughs> thousand percent. It's crazy. Riff City, man. Mayor of it. <laughs> <laughs> Four more years of riffing in Riff City. It's like fireworks and shit. Oh, man. I live I, in Rift City. I would like to live there. Yeah, it'd be so fun. Very noisy though. Uh, it'd be like a guitar center. Everybody playing different things. Instead of stop signs, it's signs that say "Don't play stairway." <laughs> Please. Um, I remember the first time I saw you guys. Uh, it was at Hearts, actually, of course, of all places, you know, and. Um, Pat was just like talking you guys up, and I, to be fair, like I, this is like in my early local music scene, like um, cocoon, if you will, of just like me just knowing shit. And then Pat's like, "There's this cool band tonight," which like was half the weekend. Pat was like, "There's this cool band tonight," and then like <laughs> I'd go, and then I'd find out, yes, they are cool. And then um, for you guys, I, I think you guys had an opener. I don't remember who it was, but um, I do remember you guys playing, and then. Funny enough, though, a couple weeks prior, I saw Uncle Sexy, like, and the nephews, and I was just, like, just kind of, like, confused, you know? Like, I was just, like, <laughs> I was, like, look really similar. I'm, like, um, they look uh, what the fuck, you know? It's, like, the Spider-Man meme, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Rookie is, like, is basically, uh... The nephews. The nephews. Oh. And Uncle Sexy and the nephews. So, um... Weird family shindig. Huh? Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but I just remember being like, "Oh yeah, these guys rocked before," and so that guy gave him another like. And it's funny because like, I don't remember you saying to me that they're the nephews. You know what I'm saying? You're okay. just like, "There's this band rookie," and then I was like, "I very, yeah, like I've seen these guys already." <laughs> <laughs> but like, you guys, uh, you guys definitely rock. It's fucking awesome. Thank you. You probably see me front row, like probably. Oh I, yeah. I think you. There's a. Pat's joined us on stage a couple times. Oh yeah, it was and... been very like inebriated nights. Like, can I just? I just want to sit in the back. I know there's so many people on stage already. Can I just hit a cowbell on the twos and fours and just? 
it was yeah it's insane because it just it's just good time music and it's it's great and it's fun man we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun you know what i mean totally we like to have a good time i definitely want to like eventually at a venue have like almost like a stair or stair sorry a chair like bolted to the floor front row that's just like jim's chair in case <laughs> when i get too old and too tired to like headbang and shit we'll make it like, like a king throne yes you know, exactly um <laughs> But no, you guys are fucking amazing, and Thank also, you, the the new album, the newest album you guys put out was fucking awesome too. Pat showed me a bunch of tracks on there, so you can think. They him. were jamming actually the other day. What's up? Remember, like uh, we went to breakfast, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. I was like, like, "Oh yeah, this is rookie," and I was like, "It was awesome. It was great." <laughs> uh, I have one more, dude. So I just have one more question about rookie, and then uh, whatever you want to talk about. Sure. Um, what was like something you were proud of? recording wise like what like that you just absolutely nailed Uh, on the record or if there's any like crazy stories recording something that was hard and you guys had to overcome or something uh probably you know we kind of did the record uh like a majority of it live Mm -hmm. so there's like a handful of solos that we did live as well uh but then there's like a handful that we didn't do live (laughs) And when it, so you would do like everyone all six of you were in the same room and you would just so like a song like fake grass mm-hmm. everything that's the take that's awesome yeah that's insane uh, no overdubs at all no maybe like a harmony like a little thing like that but everything uh, that's the take I can't have you the same way that's everything's insane because that song is very like kind of more there's a lot of harsh stops I guess in the verses and stuff it's like. Uh, you know, three hours of trying to nail it. Maybe not three, but you know, it's it's a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song's like that. Um, geez, I gotta think. Uh, Is that another one? What's up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> geez, geez, I gotta think. <laughs> uh, the move, Michigan. Uh, Ejam, we dubbed the solo at the end. So good. Uh, <laughs> that's a fun one. You know, it's that's just insane. like stop rubbing your nipples, dude. <laughs> well, I, I think Ejam was like. When I was first seeing you guys, it was like, if you weren't hooked by like in the beginning that you guys do one way ticket or like, I can't have you, but I want you. If you weren't hooked by then, when you guys play E-Jam, it's like, I need to speak to them. They're so good. (laughs) Like, it's just like, it's the, it's the holy fucking shit. They're good song. Like, you know what I mean? Holy fucking shit. They're good. It's a jam. It's literally called E-Jam. And for this year's holy fucking shit. They're good song. Goes to (laughs) open envelope. Rookie with E-Jam. And then like everyone. And it's like a, it's like a big golden dick with like a music note over it being like, holy fuck. They're good. (laughs) That's good, man. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> we love you. Good night. Shut up. This is insane. Uh, oh fuck. I'm sorry. No, you're you're good. Uh, Continue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're, you're joking, I, I just dude. put dynamite on the train tracks. <laughs> like, and I just blew it up. It's, uh... No, it was... 
uh, and you know Barrett and all those dudes at Treehouse. Yeah, uh, and him are awesome. They got they, a really cool thing going on. Barrett really made that doable to us. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Chris and Justin joined the band kind of like halfway through that mm-hmm. recording process. Yeah. So that's why like I'm that much more excited for the next record now. Because it's like, yeah. hey, we have the full team here and we're ready to, you know, have that's everyone awesome. contribute, you know? Yeah, it's, it's probably a cool feeling, you know, just like it's almost like the Avengers, you know, just like everyone's there, you know, it's nice. And all these tunes, like a lot of those tunes from the first record are like, you know, Joe and Max and even my, like our old bands, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That we kind of put together, you know, that's probably half the record. The other half we wrote then with us. So it'll be cool to like sit down and, you know, here's 15 songs. Let's, let's rock and yeah, see what happens. You nice. know, that's cool. Yeah. I remember talking to Max, probably i don't know this is like in the fall and he was saying how some of the songs he's most excited to play are songs new songs written by like chris or like in in like every like you know and i know you wrote like let's get it right but like even you like bringing in stuff and he's like it's kind of cool like everybody is pulling weight and like bringing stuff to the table and all like uh joe max and kevin are great musicians but chris uh, Christian, Chris and Justin, <laughs> Chris and Justin, uh, really bring this like another element to the table, and they are just some of the. Justin's probably the best guitar player in the band. Really? Like we'll just throw that out there, and he plays keys. Yeah, he's a all around great musician. That's awesome. Uh, and Chris, I mean, you've seen him play. He's the guy insane, can yeah. do it. Can do it all. So it's really nice to. Uh, it's not competitive, but what I mean by this is like it's nice to have musicians like that around you because it really just pushes you to like how can i kind of almost one up on you know yeah yeah you know yeah i definitely feel that so that's that's probably my favorite part about the band just having being able to play with those guys they're just their whole lives they've all been playing music and it's it's nice to you know just try to always outdo them (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's all yeah that is awesome (laughs) uh Like, uh, your guys' Led Zeppelin set was like, oh yeah, dude, I... So, you guys played the uh, Led Zeppelin 2, right? So, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, like, if you... We were supposed to do Smashing Pumpkins that night. Yes, you, yes, because so you asked that me, was the Halloween. it kind of fell through, right? Yeah, so, so here's what happened. Uh, it was me, Kevin, and my brother. Yes. Uh, Will. Uh, Kevin's uh, a guy he works with at... Uh, where does he work? You don't have to say. Yeah. He works for, uh, teaches music. There you go. (laughs) Nice save. Uh, (laughs) His, uh, one of his coworkers, like, like his, like did that before where he was like in, uh, like a, he did all like the Corgan singing stuff in like a, a pumpkin scar. Yeah. He nailed it. Have you seen the the video with the roller coaster? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he, so that guy got sick, like, the night of or okay. the day of really sick. So we met up at at my apartment at about four o'clock and we said, Okay, here's twelve Zeppelin songs we all know really well. And we just did that. And and Max awesome. Max held his phone and just screamed. <laughs> it was kinda of funny. <laughs> Dude, basically. Yeah. Fun fact, um, I hate smashing pumpkins. <laughs> I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so it worked out for so you. So when I found out it's like I told my dad this, like I literally when I found out from TJ, I called my dad immediately because, like, uh, the seed of my hatred for Smashing Pumpkins comes from my dad. 
And because uh, like it, it was, I don't know, it's definitely like brainwashed. I should give him a chance, but like uh, it's weird. It's a it's a bad habit to break at this point. But uh, I called my dad up and I was like, yeah. So there's like the Smashing Pumpkins like Halloween cover band is like the best way to describe it, you know. And then but now like now they're playing Zeppelin. My dad's like. Oh, that's way better. You know? <laughs> I mean, and, and for all of us, we were kind of like, "Wow, that's a no-brainer." Like, we're just gonna do that. Are you? you are know? you big leadhead? Uh, do I like to get the lead out? Uh, then you, you because you just said yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Then you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I definitely am. They're probably up there for me. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This there's a book in front of me called. Uh, Oh, get geez. the lead out. <laughs> yeah, get the lead out. <laughs> oh my god. I got gotcha. you. Sorry. <laughs> we'll cut all that out. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh yeah, we, we grew up listening listening to those bands, you know. Yeah. Let's up on two is probably like my favorite album. It's really good. Mine is Houses of the Holy. Houses of the Holy is so good. That's a good one. And here's my reasoning. Cause I think you could take a song, any song on that record, and it could have found its way on a different Zeppelin record. True. It really like Very it's true. all of their things on one record, yeah. you know. Because like Led Zeppelin One is pretty good too, but at the same time, there are some pretty forgettable tracks on Led Zeppelin. Oh, dude, I love Led Zeppelin One is so good. It, it's all good. Yeah, there's just a couple songs that you hear a little too much. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Or yeah, like, I would say Good Times, Bad and, Times. And yeah. like Led Zeppelin Four is like, uh, it's like it's a hit splits, dude. For real, <laughs> you got Immigrant Song on there, yeah. but you also got like a bunch of tracks. You're like, wait. Like, what is this called again? <laughs> you know, like, dude, your time is gonna come on Led Zeppelin One. It's first uh, song on the B side, best organ in rock and roll, arguably. I think that's rough, dude. My, uh, it's so good, it's dude. Good, oh, and then the drums or they come in, and then it's the acoustic really, leads, it's, and it's like it sounds nice. It's insane, dude. Um, it is life changing. My parents' first dance at their wedding was "Thank You," dude. I think. Oh wait. <laughs> Nice. Um, um, actually, is that the one where it's? It might be the same song. Our cousin Michael Nabby got married in Colorado, uh, in the middle of the fucking woods, and it's fucking sick. Their our their nephew, our little our cousin's daughter. So our cousin's cousin, uh, second. It would be our second cousin, second Lucy. Cousin. Yes. Yes. I think it's thank you. She recited. She's like a really intelligent. She's. She's scary smart for a child. She like, was, this is four years ago, so she's probably like six or seven. She's like, it's... It was insane, dude. She recited this Led Zeppelin song, and I think it was Thank You. Like, yeah, the sun will was. never shine or something like that. Refuse to shine. Well, yes. that's, uh, that's... Yeah. I'm thinking, I think it's Thank You. Pretty sure it is. And she, and our Uncle Chuck was like, he's a, he's a man. Like, he doesn't cry, and he was fucking bawling dude oh, dude like, <laughs> and it was just it was so beautiful i went up to this kid who's like our who's we, we just called them all our cousin just to yeah yeah you're yeah. my second cousin twice removed you know just like no it's just whatever so i i didn't know the vast intelligence of this small person and i was just kind of like oh what's going on like how's school like what grade are you in she's like I'm in first grade, and I appreciate it if you don't talk to me like a kid. And I'm just kind of like, holy fuck, dude. I was like, I need a drink. You know, like, I'm like, you want one? You know, like, <laughs> but like, um, no, this kid is like freakishly smart. Like, she is going to cure cancer, no doubt. Um, no yeah, pressure. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> I think she skipped a grade, too. It's no, yeah, crazy. she did. Like, oh, wow. And like, they're all wonderful. Like, the, like in twins and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Good job, Lalu. Good job. Yeah, did it right. Did you it right. remember uh, 
the mansion, the castle in in Austin, Texas, in South Dude, by. You know, I didn't go with you guys to that. Do, do you remember this? Uh, do you ever hear? Was it like Robert Plant's place or something like that? So yeah, we get to this place called the Castle nice. in Austin two two years ago, two yeah, summers yeah, ago, twenty eighteen. Uh, and we played that uh, Treehouse show. Yeah, that's where that, I lost that's my phone. where Pat lost his phone, and we recovered it. Friendship. Yeah, we yeah. recovered the phone. He has it now. You can call him at. <laughs> that's okay that's okay uh, <laughs> uh, anyways <laughs> um, uh, so we went uh, there was like a rumor like hey there's a party at this place called the castle mm. you guys gotta go and we're like oh yeah, yeah we'll go whatever you know Yeah. so it's kind of late we're like ah, maybe we won't go but Barrett was with us, and he's like, "Hey, like, let let's go, let's check it out. We'll get some dinner, you know, some late night food, and we'll go over there and check it out." Uh, we get there, and there's kind of like a line, and it's like pretty like normal looking houses, and then literally a castle at the end of the street. Like, it didn't make any sense. We're like, "What?" Uh, so we're waiting in line, and like, how's there a line to get into like a house party? You know, I don't know. So. We get up to the gate, you know, that's about 12 feet tall. And uh, there was a, there's a, bou- there's a bouncer. There's a bouncer at like at the <gasps> gate. And he's like, hey, what's the password? What, like, the, what the fuck? fuck? It's a fucking password to this place. I thought there's only in the movies. I, that's <laughs> what I thought, man. Uh, so we're like, uh, password. Uh, so we kind of like took a couple steps back. Like, does anyone here know the password? <laughs> you know, trying to like figure it out. Uh, and then Andre from the Town Criers. Yeah, yeah. Cool dudes. Awesome guy. Yeah. Uh, they told the bouncer, yeah, our band's actually playing in here tonight. And I don't think they were scheduled, but whatever. That's what they said. And he's like, yeah, and guess what? All eight of these guys, this is our crew. <laughs> so we walked right in. Like, like, like past, past everyone. Are you guys like ELO? You yeah. Know? It's like, <laughs> it was just like a, a whole thing, you know? So we're, we, get, we get in and... We're like, all right, well, we're here, and it's a mansion uh, with, like, a coach house that's a mansion. That's, you know, just, like, this huge house. There's uh, fire pits everywhere with, like, gas lines, I noticed, that are going underground throughout the backyard to, for all these fire pits. You know, I'm just kind of looking at, like, this. Like, yeah, you're taking whoa, it in. You know? There's uh, a couple bars. Nobody's taking tips. It's Everything's free. Like, big, like, you know, large coolers of any drink you could think of. Wow. We could get Kool Aid jammers. It was. <laughs> we, uh, we we couldn't even like get in the coach house. <laughs> uh, that was Whoa. like off limits. Uh, what do you mean coach house? There was like a coach house attached, like just like another house in this oh, backyard that was like, hey. So it was not. like strictly outside. Uh well, so we went inside the mansion. And there's like records on the wall, like an acoustic and stuff. And then like somehow we got wind of, hey, this is. This is Robert Plant's mansion. And we're like, uh, Yo, what? time is going to <laughs> yeah. come. Yeah. So we're like, Jeez. we're kind of freaking out. Like, Wait, like every inch of my love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to be your backdoor man. <laughs> yeah. That one. Uh, so we're like, holy shit. <laughs> like that guy, you know, 
is a big part of my life. So <laughs> we're uh, walking around. There's a couple of guitars, and I'm like touching them, like these acoustics. You're I'm, like, just like not even grabbing them off the wall. You're just kind of like just doing the strum just, thing, yeah, as like, if you're like, did he touch? Has he touched this before? You know, like that. that almost like you're thing. grazing a curtain, just like exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, a hundred percent. So what was cool is again beautiful house, but you go in the living room. And there's a glass floor, so you could see to the basement. What? And the basement, there's a full bar and a stage, like a little venue. What? So, guess who set up and started playing down there? Town Criers. Oh yeah, our <laughs> so, boys. Yeah, so they actually played at Robert Plant's house. You That's, imagine playing music at Robert Plant's house? I, I would feel like dirty. I'd be like party <laughs> at Plant House. Yeah, exactly. you know. <laughs> That's incredible. That's fucking. I would wait. So, so they they were actually playing. Like they they, they weren't just supposed brought... to. I don't think. And that, that's so that cool that they matters, pulled it off, though. Yeah. Oh, it was by far the most badass thing I've and ever seen. And then they seen got done. paid. Yeah. <laughs> How so, much do we owe you? Uh, two grand? <laughs> so, Anything for Mr. Plant. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and there was like a sound guy and everything, and like a spiral staircase in the basement. There must have been like 85 people in this basement watching them. You know, it was sick. Like people would watch it, and they were just ripping. Dude, it was great. I want to go. Southwest Southwest is awesome. That castle sounds great, dude. Yeah. Uh, there there's like a, a couple old MLB players there who I don't remember. Some guy from the Blue Jays. Some, uh, some fucker named Michael Jordan. Some, <laughs> yeah. Some stupid shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else was there? I can't, re- can't remember. But they were like... It was interesting. Let's put it that way. They were like... You know what it was? It was kind of like a fancy party. And then all that treehouse... Everyone from that treehouse show, it was like half of Coles just showed up at this. It was a. That's awesome though, dude. It was a really good time, dude. And, I would be yeah. so nervous though. I'd be, like just to be in there, just to, to take in that like aura. I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I know. I would like, probably take like a nervous poop oh, in my yeah. Robert Plant's house. <laughs> but toilet. but then but then you realize you're pooping. Dude, that would be my legacy. <laughs> to take a shit. That would Robert be my Plant story in shit. forty years. Like. Uh, well, I took a shit, and uh, I was so nervous to be in this place. I had to go to the bathroom. Because the late-night food you got, what did you get? Like, oh, I can't even remember. It just was probably some Austin food truck. Yeah. Like, oh, God. And just yeah. like, huh? <laughs> <That was> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Pat, where were you? The town crowds were playing in the basement. I was, uh, I was, up, I have to go again. Me, <laughs> me was, and Plant touched turds. So let's, just, <laughs> let's just say that. It was, uh, it was great. And who knows, like. Apparently, like, there was some director, producer that was living. It was, like, one of Plant's probably 50 houses that he has, homes that yeah. he owns. And he's, like, could you, you know, yeah, you could stay You, there for get now, rich and you famous know. so you can get a big fucking house and be, like, Jim, can you just watch this house for me? And I'd be, like, <laughs> oh, sure, I guess. You know, like, that's, that's I, your goal. 50 houses is... You too. I think like <laughs> two houses is a lot. We combine our wealth. Yeah. <laughs> we can get one whole gorilla. <laughs> How's the estate going? Not- Actually, I sold my estate and I just bought a giant gorilla. Yeah. His name is <laughs> His name is Nanners <laughs> and we love him. <laughs> He's only killed three mailmen. Yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> He doesn't bark, but he does rip the door off (laughs) and chase the mailman around the block. But he loves apples. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. The only sign language he knows is the middle finger in GTFO, you know. Um, Anywho, that is fucking awesome, though. It was cool, man. Uh, Just a lot of fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I hope that someday we can probably go back to Texas and and hang out. I want to go and play music. Been. You know what I mean? Just like it'd be fun to get some shows down there and chill and not just be a spectator for sure. And yeah, I've, I hear you. I've I've said this before, but the coolest band name of all time is the Heavy Hearts. Ooh, <laughs> Ego Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but it like. I mean, I've, I've told you that for, like, I think a year now. I'm like, yeah. that is just such a sick name. Like, Pat Egan and the Heavy Hearts. You're wearing I'm, the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt, Wearing dude. the shirt. Yeah, you fucking it's, kiss ass. And it's comfy. <laughs> like, that's good. I wear the shirt twice a week. That's good. <laughs> it's a cool shirt. It is. I get compliments all the time. Like, that's a sick shirt. I'm like, yeah, it's my buddy. That's awesome. <laughs> is it the Walmart hat? It was based on a, yeah. It was based on that photo that my friend Jimmy took of me. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. I was like, but instead of like a Hawaiian shirt, I was like, let's do overalls because I think that'd be more aesthetically it's pleasing. Overalls? Yeah, I never even noticed that. Oh, yeah, I gotta look it at now. it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. You gotta uh, use your eyes and look at it. That's <laughs> 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 really funny. Um, no, I love it though. So, as our last topic, there there are so many things I want to talk about, but like, per usual, when we're having fun, it it goes by so fast. <laughs> um. So we're talking earlier. We're gonna rewind sure. um, about like the sports. Like you know how the Sox were like they were coming close to like being the only sport like on TV, which would have been awesome, amazing. It would have been so. That's good. All I need for real. So Excuse great. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reading that out. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So I feel so much better. Um, there is one sport that's out there right now. <laughs> oh. That I love and pat got to witness me love with some of my friends yeah it's this marble league i was kind of telling you off mic it was uh it's it's essentially human beings is in denmark the netherlands yeah okay so i was that's the other one i said uh but um they make these like courses and they like out of legos out of legos and other things and there's like 14 15 i think teams of these marbles and they're all different colors each marble has a name each marble has a name they got teams coaches. have coaches how big are these marbles like dip marbles regular marble N- normal size it's marbles. crazy and he has these like high def cameras and like it was so funny because it was like there was like these games like where's roldo and it'd be like a a random uh, marble in the stands that you have to kind of yeah, find. Yeah, you have to kind of find like during like the camera pans of the audience and shit and they would do the wave it's like stop the, motion, do the wave. The marbles are like in the stands, pretend that they're fans, like oh, with with signs and shit, like go and like chants and shit, dude. It was the detail. I was I was making it so funny. He's got a commentary about it. Too. Yeah, it's like the, there's a dude who he does all the commentary for the Marble League, and it's just like, wow, like he he's not doing as good this year as he was doing last season. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> he meaning the marble, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we're um, gonna pick it up here the second half of the dude, season. Dude, for real, <laughs> it's like that's how of, it is. It's hilarious. And uh, so I told Pat, like, hey, um, so what? What happened was last week, ish. Yeah, it was actually like a week ago, mm-hmm. where um, my buddy Brian's like, hey, I'm gonna watch the Marble League in my backyard on my laptop. I don't know if you want to come over and just watch it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I have no idea. He showed it to me, hooked immediately i'm like i love this so much it's just like a, it's the olympics for marbles like it's it's 16 events once a week so 16 weeks and they're all doing different events and shit balancing uh, speed you know uh durability funnels. you know like there's a water course like it's fucking insane so like it's called uh yells but it's because it's 
it's from the Netherlands, but it's like J E L L E S Marble Runs, and like it's crazy fucking fun to watch. So Pat, it was me, my buddy Brian, my other friend Brian from the north side who came down and like just uh, surprised me, which that was a really fun fucking thing. Um, my uh, and Pat, and then my sister and her friend who mm-hmm. had no idea what the fuck they're getting themselves into. Um, <laughs> we, we, we did like a tailgate at my place, oh, we, man. you know, like masks and everything, you know, and we were cooking burgers and we we're just like, you know, just like talking about like, and we're, I was being like a dick. I'm like, yeah, this season's looking pretty good. You know, like we're, we're fully aware that it's ridiculous, but like, we just know that it's like, it's just something to watch, you know? And um, we all have our own teams. Like I'm balls of chaos for sure. You know? And then, Pat is uh Pat has dubbed his yeah, team. Yeah, I like I wasn't sure what the teams were and so I like a good chant, you know? Like we were talking about the White Sox earlier. We always used to sit in like left field because Maglio or Doni has this Maglio. So this team called the was it the O Rangers? The O Rangers. Uh they're orange and I was like they were easy to look at because you know, it's like seven marbles at a time doing things and you're like I don't know which one's which. So this is an orange one, and then they have this chant. It's just, oh, and like, and then you can hear it in the audience, like with the marbles, are like <laughs> yeah, saying fake, this. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and I was like, oh, I'll just follow them, and uh, I ended up winning uh, an event, and it was like, I wish we had money on this. Going back to gambling, <laughs> yeah, like full circle. But yeah. there's, but there's also the green ducks. There's also it's like my two friends Brian and and Nick. Nick was also there. Sorry, Nick, I forgot. <laughs> he doesn't listen. It's fine. Uh. But like, uh, they're also Team Momo. Um, Beth is uh, Raspberry Racers. Um, there's a ton of teams. I even got people where I work to start getting into it. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, so like, I got a couple people who are rooting for Midnight Wisps and uh, Minty Maniacs. Uh, these are all real. I definitely recommend you all check out the opening ceremony in the, in the first three events. Um, just are they like ten minutes long? They're like thirteen minutes. It's like that's it. But like last event, like Pat saw me get into it. Oh, like, I mean, he stood up and was yelling at the TV. Is this like a weekly thing? Or yeah, a, it's weekly. I want that link, so send that to me. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's called uh, Gels. It's yells, but Gels Marble Runs, like twenty twenty Marble League, and it's sponsored by John Oliver. It's like no, last we week tonight. are not sponsored by John Oliver. That'd be really awesome. More we free were. ads. We can't gotta stop with the free ads. I <laughs> know, um, but yeah, it's so like that. That was like the that's like the highlight of like my sports in 2020s. Watching a bunch of marbles roll around and stuff. But like it's it is fun. It's like so far everyone who I've shown this to, they've been hooked. <laughs> Especially like non sports people. You know what I'm saying? Like no, I'd love to watch it, dude. Yeah, you should. Like I'll send you a link later. Oh yeah, I, I, need, I got I, you. Brother. I need it. I need the fix. I need it. So one of the last things I want to talk about before we depart, um, Pat, I want to talk about the the pool and the bat, the the animal. Oh, okay. Super quick story. <laughs> Super quick. Then we you're, went... you're free to take off your shackles. <laughs> oh my god. We went to um, my uncle's house last week. It was so hot. Has it has been in uh, Chicago? He has a pool. I was like, oh, I wish I knew somebody with a pool to my cousin Becca. And she's like, yeah, you guys come over. So we went over and they live in like a, it's like a really nice in-ground pool. They have a bunch of trees though up top. And there's like, you know, mosquitoes out on the water. And I guess bats, bats love to eat mosquitoes on the water. We are also in the water. (laughs) 
We didn't know this, by the way, going into it. Well, yeah, we went like, I don't know. It was hot during the day. I'm like, let's go during twilight. Or like, you know, dusk, if you will. Like These are cowboy terms. We'll dusk off the heat and get some, <laughs> get our wheelies wet. You know, like, get let's just, yeah, let's just get like, you know, it's, I don't want to like, let's like night swim. Night swimming's fun. I'm yeah. a big fan, big advocate. These fucking bats come out of nowhere and they're like swimming at our heads, like, swimming at our heads, flying. Like me and Pat are right here. Like the way in like me and Pet are like two what? feet away. I don't a know. A full arms worth away, and they're flying between us as we're talking. Like to, you could hear targeting you guys. Or no, not targeting no. us. The they're bugs. very smart animals. But they like ass clap slap the fucking water though. You know, like it's just like it's, <laughs> we're like it was, we uh, got out a few times. Yeah, it was terrifying. It was scary. And uh, our co- our cousin's aunt who was visiting, not re- not related to us, but. Besides the point. She was telling us, oh, did you know some bats, their balls weigh more than their wings? And I'm like, are you telling me I'm going to get teabagged by a bat? <laughs> so every time a bat hits you, you're getting teabagged every single time. Yeah. As That's they great. play Halo 2 on their fucking Xbox. But yeah. So yeah, we, we almost got teabagged by bats last week is basically the moral of the story. <laughs> How does that satisfy you? He wanted to get that off his chest real yeah. bad. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. You know what? It's probably a good experience to have. Yeah. I got that fun fact out of it. Put on the resume. It's a builder. It's a builder. It says here you survived a teabag attack from a bunch of bats. (laughs) A teabag attack from a bunch of bats. Can you elaborate? Can you go into that more? Yeah. Why have a cigarette? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you got time? Man. All right. Well, here. We're going to wrap it up because uh, Dimitri here has got a. Get going. By the way, I don't know if you knew this. Dimitri is like the Greek word, like name for Jim. Jimmy. So, um, whoa, I, a Dimitri. Man of, a man of many names. Uh, whenever I go out to like eat somewhere, and they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" You know, for the order. Yeah. I always say Jimmy. Yeah. Interesting. It's easier. So we know. actually have the same name. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> But anyway, and, um, Dom, and Dom and uh, the tall Doug labeled me as Dominic. Dom 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 Dom. Yes. Dom 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 want to come come. <laughs> but um, so really quick, so you have the live stream for Rookie. when this comes out tonight. Yes, 8 June fourteenth, June fourteenth, eight p.m. Uh, ten bucks. All proceeds will be donated to something. Yes. Yeah. Probably be announced by then. Hopefully, yeah, because church. we are recording this a week prior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll try my best to get it out earlier than Tuesday. I will try uh, with that information in hand. I've been pretty good lately. You've been great. You've been on the ball. He's there out. I was like, hey, is the episode out this morning? Like, oh, actually, it is. I didn't even have to text him. So (laughs) it's awesome. Uh, Is there any other things you want to announce? Anything else you're doing with like criminal kids? Uh, Criminal kids is uh, we're in the process of recording too. Uh, Another record, uh, which I'm really excited for because I think. That first record is uh, their other buddy, uh, Mike, who uh, okay, played the cool. band with them. So I was like a kind of a fill-in, and then you know now I have the privilege to meet some new friends and play with all these guys. It's super cool. But uh, I'm excited to kind of put my mark, <laughs> you there know, you yeah, my man. mark down. So I like that. It'll be fun. Dope, yeah, dude. such oh. a cool band. I, I, they rip. They're so when, good. Before we started, he told me that he was going to practice with the criminal kids. And I kind of like a little fanboy freak out where i was like whoa wait them you know because i love me some punk rock uh, ryan yeah. is super 
Ryan is like the number one, my number one supporter. He's just like the nicest dude. Helps He's me so, with gear, I met them. They're everything. So nice. They're all Anthony's awesome. cool. Chris is dude. great. You know. Did, did you notice the rancid poster that I stole from Ride Fest? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> How punk of you. <laughs> and to frame it? Oh, <laughs> you, you lose all punk cred when yeah. you frame something, <laughs> like, without a doubt. <laughs> no, but, uh, I'm getting old. Um, no, that that's awesome, though. So, new album, EP or album, I'm sorry. Uh, Criminal Kids will probably do another record, I okay. imagine. Dope, dope. And then so you have so you have the live stream when this comes out, and then you also have a new record coming out with Criminal Kids. Is yeah, there a, a, recording a, and all that stuff? Yeah, is there anything else coming out? Uh, nothing. Just let's everyone stay safe, keep rocking. Wear that you know? fucking mask, yeah, dude. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Wait, I didn't even delve on the many stories I have of no mask people that I have at the grocery store. That we I don't have at. to talk about that. I know, <laughs> I know, but still, it's fucking frustrating. But um, Pat, anything else? Like you know, with your band, nothing. No. Okay, it's, it's no. the coolest band name of all time. Thank you very uh, much. Other than that, my band, the Screaming Walruses, will <laughs> be recording a new album in five thousand years. Uh, better than that, uh, not much. But anyway, my name is Jim Egan. My name is Pat Egan. And my name is Dimitri Panatosos. Nice. Oh, also known as Jimmy Panasoto <laughs> or Dom Dom. Yeah, Panasotos. Uh. Yeah, but this is Mouth Bear the Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12. Yeah, we made the dumb joke in the beginning. Damn, yeah, we're 12. <laughs> we're uh, a couple episodes. Uh, no, we're... Don't make the bigger dozen joke. We do we're not. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. but we only have a good handful of episodes until the end of Season 3. Then we start Season 4. That's fucking crazy. But anyway, you all have a great time. Stay safe, be healthy. Don't forget to pod on, a.k.a. share this with some people. That's your challenge. Share this with one other person just to maybe get them hooked. It would help us a lot. But anyway, stay safe, everyone, and uh, good night. Good night. Love you guys.